Ladies and gentlemen, I got Paul from Taylor, Michigan. He is a Southern boy right here. So. Why, hello, Johnny. How you doing? Man, I am oh, wonderful, my. but I'm going to tell you something else, man. You are really, really uh, good at what you do with this whole sound thing. Well, thank you, Johnny. I really appreciate what that. What got you into doing sound? Uh, well, well, one day I was just uh, <laughs> helping out with a college ministry, and they were like, hey, you're good with technology. And so I decided that, hey, I could figure out this mixer thing, too. And then God just continued to use it in my life. So wait a second. You gave up playing guitar and drums and bass and, 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 you, and all that stuff to go behind the scenes and actually make everybody sound good. Actually, it's a little bit funnier than that. <laughs> uh, I actually gave up my degree in computer-assisted drafting and engineering. Wait, that, you gave up everything to do this? Yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> essentially, what happened was God crushed an entire industry in the state that I live in and uh, crushed an economy for a few years, and I went, oh, geez, what am I supposed to do? Right. And here I am. So wait a second. So basically, somebody walked up to you and said, you know a little bit about technology. You said yes, and then they literally threw you behind the board? Yeah, pretty much. That's real. That's pretty accurate. And, and how many years have you been doing it? Uh, well, right now I've been doing it for about. Wait, are you from the south years. or are you not from the south? Because no, I'm I not, hear, from, I I'm not little... from the south at all. That's just a really, really bad fake accent. I thought for a second you were from Taylor. <laughs> yeah, from Taylor, not Taylor, Turkey. But right, Taylor. from Taylor. Um, but when uh, when we um had a ministry that needed help. I just stepped in and, uh, God inspired me to pursue that passion. Um, and I had a bit of a different background with media from high school, um, and being an orchestral player, but never really with the sound equipment. I decided to delve into it, learn it. Um, and as, um, my career outlooks were changing, I, kind of noticed this different calling in my life and God just kept opening door after door. So I went from working these little soundboards at maybe the size of my hand, you know, maybe two of them put together, you know, in terms of size to having this really rare opportunity to be on basically desks, you know, yeah. you know, mixers that are the size of, you know, large tables yeah, yeah, and operating and running the entire system from the ground up and designing systems. And then I eventually got a job um, doing oddball things with bands and bars and continuing on from there. And you also have your own studio now too, right? So you're not, yep. you don't only do this for other people, you do it for yourself. Oh, absolutely. So I, um, I own Soulbridge Studio. Um, that's kind of been my hope and my dream to, uh, build a place where I can help, um, people create content. People and, like me. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and do what we're doing here. Right. So, so, and you've been doing that for how long? How long have you had your studio? Uh, so the studio has been a 
actual business with a name, with goals, with focus um, for probably about four or five months in terms of a named established company. Because right. I know um, I've been using you for a couple of years now, oh yeah, right? absolutely. but it just it didn't have a name and didn't uh, have that, that real business in, in, sense, right? Exactly. So in, in terms of you know, acquiring equipment in terms of developing my skill set. Uh, that's been going on for almost a decade now. Yeah, it's right, crazy right. I was going to say how quickly that's gone it's by. It's been a business, but just not this big of a business. No, no, absolutely not. And it, it's been something that God's definitely um, stepped into in huge ways in my life. Um, opportunities that probably couldn't happen any other way. For instance, our relationship yeah, um, yeah. was just a... Yeah, I met you at church. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was getting my t-shirts from the guy from church. I was getting my sound guy, you know, stuff done from the guy at church. And uh, it's really cool. Yep, absolutely. And that was kind of one of the the, the things. Um, I kept getting landed in these situations um, uh, where, hey, you know how to do this. Can you help with this? And went, yeah, I think I could. Yeah. Hey, you're passionate about this. Have you thought about trying this? No, let's try it. <laughs> you know, and some experimenting and some yeah. finding out, yeah, I can do that. And some finding out like, mm, no, that's not really my talent. <laughs> uh, you know, like graphic design, not really my talent. <laughs> Uh, I would not try to design my own logo. Let's put it that way. Um, it looks like child crayon drawings, you know, yeah. where they hold it yeah, in their hand. Those seem to know? be the biggest and coolest thing these days is the more, oh. the, 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 I, I believe right now, cause I can't draw where the lick, but I guarantee you that me and you could like close our eyes and draw something and sell it tomorrow and make money doing it. If that's uh, what we wanted to do. Depending on how you market it. Yeah. <laughs> right. We could go for the really abstract <laughs> look, you know, uh, and then tie it to some more fundamental theme. Right. Uh, <laughs> See, it's, it's, uh, it's on the way you, you market things. Oh yeah. It's absolutely. Uh, marketing is so important in everything um, in terms of business and finding things. But I, I truly believe um, even with uh, my own business and my own designs, um, uh, there, there's um, a blessing that comes from doing it right. Yep. Um, from doing it in a way that respects the others around you, the people that you work Amen. with, you know, and, and there's when you follow the principle of you treat everybody, you know, the golden rule, when you yeah. treat somebody that how you would want to be treated, yeah. like when you come to the studio and we, we do a recording for say NASCAR or Chevy or yeah. anything like that. Um, I come in and I try to have what I can prepared for you before you come in. Yep. I try to be early yeah. um, and, and make sure that you come in and we use your time the best way possible. Um, sometimes it's um, more we're discussing content and figuring it out, but that during that time I'm setting up, um, if things were closer or if things are mostly set up and we're just needing the check. Um, but really trying to make sure that we use time the most effective way possible because you, you are a client of mine yeah, at that yeah. point, you know, but I really try hard to make sure that everybody gets treated that way. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and, and I think that's part of, um, building it. That's part of creating something sustainable for those around me. So not only do you have a passion for, for sound, you have a passion for God, Yep. but now it wasn't too long ago that you got married and, and, and I have to say, because, I mean, it's late at night now. It, it's after 11 o'clock. And you must have the most amazing wife for her to say, 
to you, go ahead and be out there at all hours. Now, now you well, heard, first of all, you worked all day. Yeah. And then now you're still doing your other job, which is your studio stuff. Yep. That you helped me set up the studio in the house to make sure that the podcast would go well. She must be amazing. Or does she like doing this as well? Well, so it it's a little bit of all of the above. My my wife has been um nothing but an amazing blessing to my my life. Uh she's absolutely amazing. She's a wonderful woman. Um and a lot of the times with uh, doing stuff like this, for instance, um, she works for a hospital and sometimes her hours can be at late at night like right now. Um, so she's actually right now in a unit taking care of patients. As oh, so, so, so she's working right now. Yeah, she's working right now till probably about 4 a.m. Well, we, you thought that this was just going to be a setup and everything else. Well, I set you up and you're obviously oh, yeah. no, going you to be me the, on this one. You got me or I got you to be the first one on the podcast. So not only can I tell everybody how great you are at what you do, but you're my first absolute first person on the podcast. Yeah, how cool is I that? I end up huh? being roped into being the guinea pig, apparently. <laughs> so <laughs> that's okay, though. Um, I, let's, I, let's, I, hey, let's get back to the important thing, your yeah. wife. So m my wife has... Um, definitely done a lot, um, in terms of helping me pursue my dream. Um, my studio, my business, my, the name of Soulbridge studio actually came she from her, yeah. her inspiration. I remember you uh, telling me about we, that. We were trying to figure out like, and this thing needs a name. We need to get it licensed. We need to get it off, uh, off the ground and really turn it into, into what our dream is that we want it to be. And, uh, um, we're laying in bed one night and she goes, you know what, honey, <laughs> what do you think of this? Uh, you know, we kind of talked about like different bridge motifs or light or, um, these kind of different ideas that are more, um, about kind of bridging the gap in the industry world, yeah. you know, um, because there, there's definitely this kind of gap in industry between, um, you know, there, there, there's very toxic things in the environment. Um, uh, it's the entertainment business period. It, yeah, they, I mean, that, let, let's be honest. There, there's, there's no secret in the entertainment business about drug abuse, about alcoholism, yeah. about, um, just these things that aren't healthy for people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's so prolific in the industry. Yep. Um, but at the same time, um, for some reason, some people think that, um, this culture is completely the only way to have the studio business. But at the same time, like I truly believe that you can have a studio that is completely successful, that doesn't have any of that environment that inspires people from all walks of life. You know, uh, it, it's really interesting, but I've worked on projects with, um, novel films, which is a Christian film company yep. that's coming out of Taylor from a, a dear friend of mine, Eric. Yeah. Um, and matter of fact, Eric did a Eric's couple of my, done, yeah, done he, some of your promo done, yeah, videos. Done, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and at the same time too, um, I've worked for guys under the Wu-Tang clan label, uh, that are housed here in Detroit. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And, and, things all in between, you know, from kids needing, um, you know, like, stuff for jazz, uh, trying to get scholarships for like U of M or yeah. EMU, um, that's Eastern Michigan university or Michigan university. And then, you know, to, um, a gentleman that, you know, he's got a doo-wop group and he needs tracks made to, um, all these just different projects that, that 
come from entirely different walks of life, yep. from entirely different places. Um, I really want Soulbridge to become that place that people can do projects with me. We can work on film content. We can work on podcast content. We can work on, on music from all different walks and really be a place that inspires good content, excellent content. Safe. Safe, but it's in a safe environment. Yeah. It's an environment that both inspires people to make their content, but yep. it's also an environment that you can have anybody come to you, yeah. you know, and not have any worry. I've never been into a studio that like yours, that has been two floors. I mean, your studio is literally two floors. Yeah, it, I mean, it's which, definitely, which is cool. I mean, it has that really cool vibe. Yeah. It's definitely, uh, a, a, uh, Function over form, <laughs> right? I think would be the phrase for that one. Uh, the The studio is definitely um, more of a unique design, trying to maximize how much space you can fit inside. You did that a little room. That you definitely did that. That's definitely what's going so on there. Would you say the old cliche has always been behind every great man, there's a better woman? Oh, absolutely. would you say in your case, that is so much truth. Yeah. Uh, um, so my, my wife is, um, definitely, I would say my better half. Yeah. Um, she is my teammate, my partner, um, my best friend, um, my lover. She really does help me go after the things that I'm called to be and, yeah. and really, um, how long, how, you, how long have you been married? Uh, we're two years. Okay. Two years. You saying all those things, it just made me think about a story that you told me right after you got married, because it took me some time to get into the studio because you got sick and you got sick on your honeymoon. Oh yeah. You got <laughs> so you got sick on your honeymoon and today's Monday, you're leaving Friday or Saturday to take her on another honeymoon Kind of because yeah. what happened? Well, can you, can you tell everybody? Because I mean, it's not funny, but it kind of is. Oh no, it's hilarious. <laughs> it, 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 funny isn't the word. It's hilarious. Because I remember trying to get in the studio for a, a weeks, and you're like, John, I just, I go, you just got back from your honeymoon. I know you have time, and I know you need money. And you're like, it's not that. Yep, I'm absolutely. Sick. Can you tell us that that story? Yeah, because it so is so. <laughs> my my poor wife, who's a nurse. Um, oh goodness. Uh, so we, we get married and, um, you know, we didn't go straight into the honeymoon. We kind of had, um, we had this month where we, we moved in together, got used to one another. And then we went on to our honeymoon in Florida and, you know, it kind of a, kind of a fairly planned out honeymoon, you know, a couple of days over at Disney world. Mm -hmm. Uh, then we drove, uh, a few hours South, uh, I think to Pompano yeah. just outside of Fort Wayne, I think. Yep. And, um, you know, uh, everything's great. I go swimming. Uh, we go swimming in the ocean. It's like my second time ever getting to, to see and swim in the Atlantic. Yeah. Um, great time. Have fun. Get a good sunburn as people as white as I do. Uh, and, uh, you know, we kind of get back home and, uh, you know, that night I'm just not feeling so good. Right. And it's like, okay, I have a pretty good sunburn and it's kind of like, maybe it's the sunburn. And then I find out 
you know, I, I go to the bathroom, I'm not feeling good. Like, and I have basically this swollen mass. <laughs> it's not funny right, at all, but <laughs> right. Like not to get too graphic, but right where the sun doesn't shine, like just, just not in a happy place, you know? And we're like, oh man, we're, we're going to wait and we're going to, we'll, we'll wait it out, see if it gets worse or anything. And we decide to try to wait a day. And cause it was, we only had two days left right? Uh, or two and a half days before we got on our plane. And so we were like, okay, we're going to go to this like little wildlife walk. It was like maybe a quarter mile of walking for the whole thing. And then you take like an airboat ride. And like, I remember driving there. We do kind of like all the basics in it. I just start throwing up. Like everything just starts getting worse <laughs> real quick. Uh, <laughs> I'm, glad, so, I'm glad we're laughing about this because it wasn't fun at the time. I'm oh, no. sure. <laughs> at the time it wasn't fun. Uh, you know, it's kind of one of those, uh, you kind of got to make the jokes about it when you're in the moment though, because right. you, you got to get through it somehow. Right. And well, what ends up happening is we go to a, um, like a little clinic you know, uh, just like, okay, this is what's going on. And then they're like, they, they actually cut me and they try to like drain. And they're like, this, this could be something so much worse. Wow. And like, we are going to send you to the hospital right now. And I'm, me and Tiffany are like looking at one another. Like, and you're in Florida and you still have to in fly Florida. home. Uh, we're, you know, we're right. You're we're, two we, days we, from we flying home. We couldn't, <laughs> we almost couldn't be farther Apart from home right. and where we were supposed okay, to be. Okay, that's why I want to make sure that, you yeah, know, in right. terms of the U.S., like maybe right. Alaska or Hawaii. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was kind of a crazy situation. And uh, So you go I, to the hospital? We go to the hospital and uh, they're like, okay, we need to fully admit you. And like, <laughs> it turns into five days in the hospital. Uh, so that means the Airbnb that we booked yep. went up. Uh, so Tiffany basically had to get, uh, like a motel six right. <laughs> for like three days. Um, uh, they basically run this gambit of tests. Um, they go like, honestly, if you would have waited two more days, you would have died. Wow. Or you would have lost like the lower half of your body. Wow. Uh, it was just, it was absolutely crazy to kind of get that news. And, uh, they're like, okay, we're going to get you in surgery in three days. <laughs> okay. Now you're still in Florida. We're still in Florida. Yeah, I just, just want to make sure everybody like, there's, that, there's, this, there's that no realized. going home yet. <laughs> right. Like they have to do this stuff now. Otherwise, yeah. uh, this bacteria that created all of this could spread and basically go through my whole body and give me blood oh. poisoning. Just absolutely horrible. Um, really funny to think about when you go... <laughs> And you go through the surgery and uh, we still joke about it in this exact way. Right. But um, I literally got torn a new butthole <laughs> for my honeymoon. Uh, the thing that um, my, uh, m the people that are closer to my life know is I had that butthole. So we had 
problems with it healing right. for a year and a half. I was going to say because you had you you had that that I, that, I had a you, wound vacuum. Yeah, you had, you had so a vacuum. there was I literally had a vacuum tied to this thing at one point. I remember being, for being in the studio with you, and we had to turn it down because the microphones were, were picking up on the battery. Yeah, no, I literally had to like I got permission from my doctor before we recorded because I was seeing the doctor every day with yeah. this thing, and like I got permission from my doctor to like turn it off right, right just so we could do your sessions because <laughs> it was like what's that noise and we're like i don't know i don't know and i'm like it's that vacuum <laughs> it was it was the worst we tried like well we we tried one session or one segment with that thing on and we played it back and went like oh no yeah i don't do think chevy's gonna like this nope. one <laughs> nope and i got this thing was in such a precarious place this whole thing was just so so ridiculous um, I would have needed a home nurse just to live. Well, you kind of do. And, and <laughs> you fortunately, <married> one. <laughs> fortunately, I was blessed enough to marry one, uh, you know, or at least a very trained practical nurse. Right, you right, know, from, right. From a CCU and an ICU background. Um, and so like for her, for me, I'm all embarrassed because like, you know, obviously where it was yeah. and stuff. And she's like. Yeah, no big it's deal. It's my job. It's right. Yeah. I do this every day. So so all that being said, you now are taking her on a second honeymoon. Second honeymoon. Yep. And where are you guys going? Uh well, we're going to Southern California. So we're gonna try the other coast. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, I just thought about that. Wait a second. You just went from one coast to the Yep, we're we're, we're, the we're, other one. we're, we're trying the other one. So uh, are you going are you gonna go swimming in the ocean? Uh yes. <laughs> So you're gonna we're going to try that again. Uh, we're going to see how that goes. Uh, I think um, the other thing that most people don't know is, well, I had this wound. I do, I do mission trips. Right. Yep. So um, I do short-term missions um, mainly um, with a team um, uh, from my church uh, that is also teaming with long-term missionaries uh, with YWAM. Okay. And, um, Honestly, some of the the best life changing events in terms of speaking, in terms of engaging with people about real life. Yeah. Um, if you want to do something like that, honestly, a, a mission trip, whether long term or short term, that's that's the calling that you're tied into. But you team in with a, a long term missionary in a permanent church that's in the area. Yep. Um, there's there's some crazy things that you'll see God do. You know. It, but the whole time I was with this yeah. on this trip, or on my last trip that I went on, um, I had this wound. I didn't realize that you. So, so the, you had the vacuum and everything. So too, I didn't soon? have the vacuum. So they gave up on the vacuum because it the, what actually wasn't helping. Okay. Uh, so my so where did wife, you guys go on the mission trip? Uh, trip. So we went to uh, Bogota, Chiquinquira, and Ibagué inside of. Colombia. There was no hospitals so, like there are here well, in the so, U.S., right? So, um, <laughs> Were it, you nervous at all? Well, yes. I of mean, course. you're doing all this for God and, but, and, and the but people. That's great. Bogota, but. Bogota isn't uh, a isn't a third world country. Um, Bogota has modern medicine, okay, and actually fairly good modern medicine. Um, is it to necessarily the full standards of the U.S.? No, but when you you're really talking. And you really cut things cut and dry where you're talking bacterial infection, which is what this essentially right. was. Um, this is easily in the realm of their medical expertise. Easy. 
You know, okay. you're talking about a developed country that can do transplant surgery and uh, all, the, all the major. So in terms of me getting sick, I wasn't worried. Obviously, I'm not going to go swimming with an open wound. <laughs> right. Or something. Which and is your really wife sad did go with you, right? My Tiffany did go with me. So you knew that you were... Someone who was there to take care of you. Like, like so, she knew what was going on yeah, anyway, she, so, so she's she, been through the whole process. She made the sacrifice yeah. um, to take care of me. And I, I really say sacrifice because nothing's more interesting to say uh, on a mission trip than when your wife is a medical professional goes, yeah, I've packed open wounds in bathrooms in South America. <laughs> Nothing seems more weird or out of place to say like that expertise background. So what did you guys do there? So what we do, um, when we do missions, um, in, in South America, so I'm actually going to be going again in August. Um, and, um, essentially what we do is as short-term missionaries from the U S, um, we're given a rare opportunity where, um, people want to see us. People yeah. want to talk to us. Um, uh, the kids are really interesting because they think we all know Taylor Swift and Justin Bieber. Uh, it's really interesting. Like you'll, you'll straight up get in, in English. Like, do you know Justin Bieber from a little, you know, 12 year old boy or girl that's yeah. like completely enamored by American culture. Um, but the unique thing that that does is we can come in with a small band that can play good music. Yeah. Um, and we can come in with translators and permanent churches that regularly move out and move into the areas that we, we open. And we act as kind of a battering ram, uh, for these churches to get into places that they may never have been able to access before. Wow. That's cool. So one of the, like one of the examples is our, our teams, um, partnered with, um, several smaller churches, um, in the city of Suba, um, or Subachoke. Um, and basically or, originally what was going on is all the churches were these independent entities just trying to kind of just exist. Right. Um, and it, it was, it was a very struggling church community. Um, and we partnered up with, um, a couple of churches that, um, over several years, we're probably talking about half a decade. So before I've gone there and I got to come in in the middle and kind of see some of the end of it, um, where we were doing events in a park, just like li literally the stage was pallets. Right. Right. And like this, th th like a APA speaker that barely worked, <laughs> right. like you could put a, a human's voice through it and it may sound human. Right. Right. Uh, I got gotcha, <laughs> kind of Yeah. Event. You know, um, all the way to the church actually started stepping up they developed teams that were going right to, to schools regularly. And we, we were the ones that broke down those doors where they were going into schools and they were giving the gospel in their country. Wow. Because there's, there is no separation like there is here right. in terms of the gospel. You know, if we want to give the gospel here in a school environment, we, in, we can invite the kids to come to us and speak to us, right. but we can't preach the gospel, right. but right. we can talk about real life here. Yep. Um, down there, we can talk about real life and straight up, give the gospel yeah. in that in, in Colombia. And um, what eventually started to happen was the shift where uh, the events got bigger. So we went from doing like a small park or a, a small event to like, you know, we were outside of the largest mall in Bogota. Wow. And, and set up with a stage and in just terms of foot traffic, we would, be performing and giving the gospel to several thousand people in the day. 
that's amazing. Did you ever think, though, in a million years that you would be in another country doing something cool like that and giving back you know, to people? I, originally, if if I started... Because so, you're not that old. I mean, you, no, you're what, 30 I, years old, 29? I, I'm just turning 30. Yeah. I'm okay. 29 years old. And I, if I was 16, 18, and you know, going... Um, after computer-assisted drafting and machining and in going into these technical fields, which I still love. Yeah. They're, they're, they're very interesting and in, in, in very useful talents that I was given in terms of my my, my skill set. But um, if I was told, hey, you're going to speak to a few thousand people, you know, once a year in another country and perform down there and do sound and fix things and work with a missionary and make friends with you know, people from across, across the world. Right. Um, I would have laughed and went, you're kidding me. I was such an introvert then. Right. Um, even, well, even public doing, speaking is the biggest fear in the world. I mean, people would rather die than to grab a oh, microphone yeah. it, and talk. It's, it's one of those, it's such a hilarious thing, you know, and, um, I went from, you know, basically going, and doing a broken sentence in English with waiting right. for a translator and being so nervous out of my mind to being able to, for instance, this podcast and us yeah. just being able to have a conversation. Right. Um, it, it really is something that um, through the opportunity and through being, let's be honest, uncomfortable, yeah. um, I was able to grow and develop. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's like super sweet. So, you are going to where? Uh, we're going to be going to... Um, you and your wife now. Me and my wife um, are going to... San Diego, um, right? San Diego. In the San Diego area. How long? Uh, probably about five days. Okay, so you're going to try the five days again. We're going to try just five <laughs> regular days, not the extended <laughs> trip, uh, where it's five days plus four in the hospital. Let me ask you this. Knock on wood. You know? be- before I let you go and wrap this up... What advice could you give somebody that may be struggling with whatever they're going through? And and, and what I mean by that is, just like you said, you're, you're like, hey, listen, man, I, I quit college. I I'm not even do. I'm not even using anything. But no, I guess you really are using everything you are well, talking there, there, be, there's, because there's, it's just a different problem, way. There's problem solving things yeah. that that come across and stuff like that. But, but we all fight different things in life. Oh, I mean, we all have demons. We all have things that 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 tell us that we can't do it. You are one of those, those guys. I'm one of those guys that I took that negative energy and I made something from that negative energy. Yeah. What advice can you give somebody that, that may be listening to this? And I, and I always say kids, but you know what? It could be adults. It could be somebody that, oh, that, that could be your father's age absolutely. That, that you're giving them advice saying, Hey, you know what? You can freaking do it, man. Absolutely. You can do this. I did it. You can do it. What advice can you give someone? Yeah. Honestly, from where I stand at is um, being being where I'm at now. Like, honestly, if I can do it as an uneducated individual, um, <laughs> at least formally, right? Um, you know, the the real thing is like there there's there's a level of community um, really changes a lot. Um, there, there's a level of, um, if you're, if you're not tied in with people that care for you, if you're not tied in with a group, um, that honestly cares about your well being and and seeks, um, your betterment along with them, um, 
it, it, it's a toxic environment that won't grow you. Yep. Um, the, so surround yourself with good people. Surround yourself with good people. That's if you right. if you want to be sometimes if that's the only if it's you by yourself looking back at yourself in the mirror, I tell people that all the time. Oh, I yeah. say, look in the mirror. That may be the only positive po- person you talk to all day long. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and, and the thing is, so so much inside of us. I'm I'm not a person that thinks I'm a success. Yeah. Um, I am my own worst critic. We all everything are. is. Yeah. But you um, are good at what you do. That's the thing. I mean, you 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 do. The, you know, a senior uh, sound guy at our church, and we both go yep. to a huge church. I mean, some people call oh, it yeah. a mega church, and you know what I mean. Uh, we're we're surrounded by good people there, right? Um, but, but but that 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 follows along, um, kind of the the statement of finding community that supports you, yep. right? Um, I I decided uh, a long time ago um, to not follow into several traps that I've seen throughout my life. For instance, certain debts, certain, certain pitfalls that are so common in the world today, you know, uh, immense credit card debt, immense debt in general, um, things like that. Now I still have debt. Don't get me wrong, but I, I'm not questioning how I'm going to live tomorrow. Yeah. Um, because of choices I made yesterday. Yep. Um, but I learned those things from, purposely interacting with people in my life that were already there and seeing how that's done in a practical way. When I give somebody advice, I said, you don't have to take the advice, but let me tell you, I've already been through it twice. So if you don't, then you're the dumb one that's not going to take my yeah. advice. And those of you that that may be listening to this and you might hear some thunder and rain, um, Earlier, I asked Paul, probably about an hour and a half ago, I said, is that lightning? And he goes, no, it's just some heat lightning. Don't worry about it. I said, okay, well, I'm looking outside the window here in the basement, and uh, it is raining, it is thundering, and yes, Paul, that is lightning coming through the window. No, that's good stuff. I just want to let everybody know that that, that it is not, no, I love a great storm too, but I want to make sure that everybody knows that it's not your sound system that is making this do that. So, but this actually adds some ambiance. (laughs) Gives us a little bit of feeling in the the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. But, um... Yeah, when uh, surround yourself with, with good people is basically yeah, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, absolutely. Like if you want, so say you want to be financially successful. Yeah, right? everybody does. Let's be honest. We all want to be financially comfortable. Yeah. Um, would you take your advice from the guy that doesn't know how to fill his gas tank, or would you take your advice from the guy that is regularly succeeding in the financial market is regularly succeeding um, with his finances in his home and is really available to go, Hey, I can help this person. Yeah. Hey, I can, I can do this. I can be here. Like, who would you, who would you take your advice with? So why would you keep those toxic lives that don't stretch you to where you need to be and where you want to be? Ultimately? I totally agree. And I'm going to ask you, I'm going to wrap it up with this last question. Yeah. And you have no idea what I'm going to ask you. So this is always kind of fun. And I was just talking to my daughter about this the other day, and she asked somebody this question, and uh, I'm going to ask you. Okay. If money was no object, time was no object, there was no, nothing is going to stop you. What would you do? What's that one thing that you if said? Time if and money, money was were just, no object. No, so I, I could if, build. If, if if right now I I I could I could um, give you a credit card or a blank check and say, you know what, 
do your thing. You could spend $100. You can spend $100 million. I don't care. And what would you do? You know, I. Uh, it's really funny because uh, I try to live my life in that mindset towards a goal. Um, and that that would really fall into um, trying to continue to um, build a creative space um, and, and honestly, if it was limitless, um, I would try to take it to a, a, a national or even international scale if it could, yeah. um, with the right skill set. But, um, the really building creative space for film, for music, for, um, for art that could inspire that. people wow. uh, of all ages yeah. to truly, yeah, to, uh, <laughs> to truly, um, be themselves, have, right? have creative freedom. Yeah. Um, but also, um, have the ability to understand the true love of God yeah. as an individual, no matter what walk of life that it is. Um, those are the two real, that's the real big tie in. Um, you can create art, you can be creative. Um, you can also be a Christian and do it really well. Right. Um, and that, that is something that I feel so much, um, there's kind of that weird disparity for, um, right now. And I think, I don't think there's any need for it. I think, um, there's this gap between you can't be creative, but ultimately we have a God that is a creative God. <laughs> yeah. Let, let, let's be everything. honest. He, <laughs> he, he created, there, there's nothing new under the sun for him. That's right. He, he created the creativity that lets us create. Yeah. Uh, Amen. I, I don't yeah. think you get more baseline than that in yeah. terms of the, the source, but that would really be, I think my goal is to create people, systems, and an opportunity um, for those things. Now, before I wrap it up, and I appreciate you coming and help me set everything up and yeah, be my first guest on this uh, podcast, which is Outstanding Life Podcast with your friend, the Motivational Cowboy. How can people get a hold of you? How can people find you? How can people look and hear uh, what you've done? So as of right now, um, I'm working on a website um, at soulbridgestudio.com. Um, but the easiest way to contact me is just paul.long, P-A-U-L dot L-O-N-G at soulbridgestudio.com. That's it? That's it. Well, hey, just a real quick selfie of us doing our first podcast. Boom, I think. Boom. Well, this is Johnny D, the Motivational Cowboy. Make sure you check out this episode of Outstanding Life Podcast at motivationalcowboy.com. And you can always tweet me at MC Johnny D number four. Be safe, have fun, and have yourselves an outstanding day. We'll see you. Good night. Bye bye.